Today we are sponsored as always by Joe's Underground in Augusta, Georgia at the corner of 8th and Broad in the bottom of the Lamar building. Uh, getting about ready to open up again. When they do, everybody go down. Let's just have one hellacious party there. Everybody have a drink. Everybody give each other a hug. Everybody just kind of heal a little bit. Uh, Joe's is a great place to do it. When you go in there for the first time, you feel like family. And that's what we all need right now. We all need to feel close to each other. We all need to feel some love. So go on down to Joe's Underground, to the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia. You'll be glad you did. I goes to Joe's and so should you. Today, I have got Cody, Blake, and Dale from a new fan film called Freddy vs. Jason Green- Dreamscapes. I cannot say that word to save my life for some reason. It's hilarious, but it's such an amazing movie. It's going to be just so great. Uh, these guys are working really hard to bring you a product that is just beyond anything you've seen before. Uh, so everybody go to their Indiegogo and go on ahead and donate a little bit. You'll be happy that you did. They got some great perks. Um, one of them, custom-made glove. You know, one-of-a-kind Freddy glove for you. Made by the guy who made the one for the movie, and he does phenomenal work. Uh, just some really cool things. But you've heard me jabber on enough. So we're going to go on ahead. Go on ahead and settle down. Close your eyes. Relax a little bit. Just wait for Freddy to come on in and see you tonight. Without further ado, here's Cody Blake and Dale from Freddy vs. Jason Dreamscapes here on the Smoke Meat Podcast. All right, everyone, this is the one that you've been waiting on Freddy vs. Jason Dreamscapes. I've got the main people right here, the people who are making this thing happen. I got Cody Huskins. He's a director. He also plays Jason. I got Blake Best, executive producer, all around great guy, doing a lot of the music for this thing, and Dale Nighthouse. Is it Nighthouse or Kneehouse? I can't remember. Uh, Kneehouse, close enough. I'll, I'll let it slide. Okay. I'll. I'll <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible with names, man. Shoot me in the head. That's such a great thing for a podcaster to be is good with names, isn't it? But, oh, yeah, man. it's overrated. <laughs> yeah. All the name is is just you telling somebody what noise to make to get your attention. That's all that is. Yeah. But uh, So tell me a little bit about this movie, Blake. What what got this thing kicked off? Oh, I love how you went to me first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't take any credit for that because I wasn't involved with the project until Cody approach I me mean, this was cody's idea to put together this film he's like a lot of us he really liked the freddy versus jason from 2003 in certain parts but he he really believed that there should have been a, a darker version of that film more gritty more um rooted in reality and probably a little bit more on the the gory side because you know we both come from a love of you know slashers most everyone on this film that's in it or with the production uh grew up watching these films and they love what they were at the best time that they were, which is the 1980s and, and early 1990s. Um, you know, practical effects, good acting, lower budgets, but ambitious films. And um, you believed in the characters. It wasn't like a bunch of throwaway characters. You don't really have throwaway characters in these in these films. I mean, in Friday the 13th, you've got Tommy Jarvis. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, all these other, you know, and then in right around the street, you've got Nancy Thompson and you've got, you know, Alice Johnson and then for part seven for, uh, Friday the 13th, you've got Tina. I mean, you've got all these recurring characters that have uh, 
faced, you know, tremendous adversity. And I think that that's empowering. And it's something that we wanted to continue with this and to bring back those characters that, um, that fans of both franchises love, plus add some new ones. And then, you know, give them that darker meaning of the film, you know. But that was, that was his idea. He approached me and asked me if I wanted to be executive producer, consultant. And I said, I'll be one better if you have room. I'll do all that stuff and I'll compose for the film and not realizing what a job it was going to be to compose and how many different ideas I'd end up sending to them that mm -hmm. they'd end up using. And, and uh, you know, so I took on those things and then, you know, he had already talked with Josh Adams who wrote the script and is also playing uh, the Freddy Krueger character in this one, uh, you know, so they already kind of had this kind of set up together. I was kind of brought in after the fact. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Well, all right. Well, Cody, so what's <laughs> so what? What made you? What what got you into into horror? What made you start doing? Got these? me into. Uh, I've been involved with horror and stuff since I was I, and loved it. Loved the genre since I was a little kid. And um, if you remember all the eighty slashers, you know, in the especially in the video store, that's probably where my biggest inspiration was going. Watch just seeing the images on the boxes. Yeah. Like happy birthday to me and sleepaway camp and of course Friday the thirteenth. I was like, I want to watch him, you know, finally did and I fell in love with him. Mm -hmm. And um especially Friday the thirteenth, there's something about Jason and that hockey mask I really that was always my favorite growing up. Yeah, I I mean that those were those were me, you know. I remember seeing him in the theaters, yes, I'm older than you. Leave me alone. <laughs> But I mean, it, it was so great to see those on the big screen. You know, you just when you find out one was coming out, it wasn't like today where we have the internet. We can we'll know everything about it before it even comes out. You know, it was everything was a surprise and fresh. And I mean, it was just so amazing. Yeah. In the world. Oh, okay. But uh, you know, I've I've always loved the horror genre. You know, the, like I said, the, the Freddy's, the Jason's, you know, Michael, I liked Michael, but I, it, it, I don't know. Halloween wasn't my thing for some reason. I don't know. But uh, I've, I've always enjoyed all of them. Oh, there we go. But yeah, I've always loved Michael Myers, too. Yeah, like I say, I, I can dig them, but they're not my favorites in the world. You know, I, I'm a Freddie and Jason guy. Uh, my favorite of all time is a little one that was done years ago called April Fool's Day. Y'all remember that one? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I love that one so much, but I do. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that came out in like 85, I think, yeah, or 86. It's eighty five or eighty six. I can't remember which it was, but it was it was right around in there. And it just all these movies from the eighties. You know, I, I was everybody says the eighties were bad. I that was my teenage years was the eighties, and I loved them. I still listen eighties music. I love eighties movies. Um, and yes, I used to have a mullet. So y'all bite me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh. So but I love all those movies. I mean, even the corny, cheesy ones. Oh, the cheesier, the better. The trauma oh, movies. Oh, yeah. The old trauma movies, the Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, all those. They were so cheesy, but they are so amazing. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So the terror train prom night, mm-hmm. uh, the burning is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, early eighties on that one, but it was a classic. Prophecy. Sleeping late camp. Even the second, third sleeping late camp. You know. Oh yeah. So, so Dale, what got you? What got you into this this production? How did you jump into this mix? Oh, I can't hear you. Unmute. Oh, you're muted. You're muted, Dale. Yeah, it muted me a there few minutes go. ago. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Yeah, hear we you. can hear you now. You're good. Oh, okay. So I have to go like this. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Okay, I'll quit being a smart aleck for a second. Oh, it's fine. That's um, a great thing about this podcast. <laughs> that's true. It is. I've done it with before. Yeah, you're a big smart ass. But um, yep. anyway, <laughs> actually, how I found out, um, Heather Richardson actually told me about this. And she told me the names, you know, Josh and, and Cody and Blake. And um, so I reached out through email. I was like, you know, I would love to audition for your film and, and just whatever roles you have available left. And um, then they told me that the two roles, it was David and Adam. And I said, okay, can I audition for either one or both? And they're like, you can audition for both if you want. So I got sent the size for it. And they, they can all tell you too that um, I did the the uh, Adam part first, the guy that's drinking in there. And uh, even had a beer right there when I was doing it and everything. And then Method right afterwards, I... Uh, I recorded the David part, which is the uh, kind of the brains of the outfit, I guess, if you want to call that. I don't think I really have any brains because they went to the Voorhees residence. But anyway, um, um, <laughs> so I did both of those. And, of course, anytime I've done an audition, I always try to nitpick at every little thing I do. Um, although those I did, I did about five or six takes, and I sent the best out of each one okay. because I'm always a perfectionist sometimes. And um, – so I sent those in and they were amazed apparently with how I portrayed the characters and it would look like it was two different characters, even though I looked the same. It's like twin brothers, like, hi, I'm Daryl. My brother named Daryl, my brother named Daryl. Um, and um, so then they said, yeah, we'd love to offer you the role of David. He's got a little bit more on screen time uh, because you're, you're amazing acting that we'd like to offer you that. And just like that, uh, just cause I got a tip from a friend, which, uh, appreciate that very much, you know, Heather, when she does listen in on this, uh, for giving me that. And then I've had some really cool people on this project because of it. Very cool. Very cool. Cody, I don't know if you see mine or not. I'm holding you up a note. I got you. I got you muted right now. Cause you got a lot of wind going on, but whenever you want to talk, just raise your hand or get my attention, pull off your shirt, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There well, his go. character is Jason, so he doesn't talk in the film. So I guess, you know, it's kind of a way to prepare for that. Nice. I've got you on mute. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm here outside at uh, my, my job. and um, so. Oh, it's it's fine right there. When you walked around, it was just a lot of wind. Yeah, I had, to go, I had to go check on something real quick. It happens. It happens. <laughs> And of, and of course, I he was thinking the same thing. Again. He said nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, I'm, I'm so looking forward to doing this thing. You know, I know y'all are doing the Indiegogo funding, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I was fixing 
said. That's what you said. Uh, no, I don't translate to audio, <laughs> but I do the same thing at McDonald's <laughs> at the drive-thru. So, but uh, I'm gonna make sure that I put the Indiegogo link on the show notes of this because I want people to to be able to help this production out and get this thing, you know, where y'all can do it justice. Because I I know right now y'all are doing great with it. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this thing coming out. Y'all got some pretty good perks for the for the people, don't you? Oh yeah, there's there's quite a few. There's quite a few perks. There's been some that have been bought that were some of the the, the, the big ones. Um, you know, like some of the, the the hockey mask that Cody's effects team designed. I mean, they actually made a custom made a uh, hockey mask. Um, you know, one of one, one of a kind for this uh, for this campaign, and that went. I mean a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. And then, you today, know, I think. huh? Uh, um, hockey mask park, I think last today. Nice. Yeah. As soon as I, I did an unboxing video and next day it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's crazy. I bet that's awesome though. Oh man. But yeah, you know, yeah, people... uh, my effects, one of my effects guys, Tim Jones, he does an awesome job. Yeah, people don't realize, you know, the stuff that goes into doing these things. You know, it's not like you're just going to Halloween City or somewhere and saying, I need that hockey mask right there and, you know, buying one. You're, y'all are making these, oh, making yeah. the gloves. Oh, everything has to be authentic. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It just I, shows you. It's that way across the whole production. I mean, with Dale, with all the rest of our cast, I mean, these are all, you know, not only really extremely professional actors and actresses, very, very brilliant artists in what they do, but they're also hardcore fans. So, like, they know what or Jason would do this or Jason would do that or, you know, Freddie would do this, Freddie would do that. So it's like everything goes towards making this something that we would want to sit down and watch because this is what we, I mean, Dale has told the story before. I mean, growing up, I mean, he loved the 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 films both franchises if i'm not mistaken uh you know uh, nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th uh, yeah um i grew up watching both of them i was a fan of freddie and jason but like cody man i always had a thing for the dude in the hockey mask just something about him um he was my favorite villain of all time but i gotta admit freddie was right up there too because god freddie was just so evil man so yeah i grew up watching all friday 13th all nightmare on elm street I'm sorry, y'all love dogs. This is the sweetest dog that comes up here at my job. <laughs> Aww. I, I, mean, I, get, isn't he? I get worried about it because it randomly just comes up here. I'm afraid it's going to get hit by one of these trucks or something. Man. Have you named it Jason? <laughs> you should. <laughs> that is a huge smile. That dog's name is now Jason, I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's got another little one too running with it oh man the little one can be freddy <laughs> why does freddy have to be the little one is, is freddy eight feet tall no freddy's exactly. five foot nine and about 160 pounds exactly he's wiry <laughs> we won't call him small we'll call him wiry yeah well he's got a mean right hand though <laughs> nice well played yeah. sir <laughs> Well played. Um, you know, I've I've listened. You know, I was lucky enough you sent me some of the score for this movie, Blake. And I mean, the the music on it is just going to be amazing. I love what I've heard. And, uh, well, that's, thank you. Matter of fact, the, the opening and closing of this is going to be some of that. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. It's, and, and you know, it's, it's a process because even though I was a professional musician for many years before I tackled the writing part of, of things, I still look for that approval. So everything that I write, I'll actually go on a Facebook live on occasion and play parts of the arrangements for the people watching in the, the live feeds. I send the, the emails and the MP3s to Dale. I send them to, uh, to Josh, to Cody. And I just like, I want to make sure that they like it because I think that's something uh, that I brought to the film as well. It's like a deeper understanding of the fact that music is really important for setting the tone for a film. I mean, just as, as important as anything else. Yeah. I mean, you know, music is a character. Like I say, it sets, yeah, it the, sets tone. the tone. You know? Yeah. you know, I love watching the videos where people will take old movie trailers, like for comedies and stuff. And, uh, my favorite one was the Mrs. Doubtfire one where they changed the music on it and made it a horror and it worked. <laughs> oh yeah. Just look, look up Mrs. Doubtfire horror trailer. You'll be amazed. <laughs> it is great. I got to. <laughs> I was going to do that. Now. Oh my God. <laughs> it is terrifying. You're liable to make a fan film of that. It is that good. <laughs> but Yeah. It is. It is I'm amazing. Picturing it now. Oh my god! <laughs> it's terrifying. The voiceover on it. Holy crap! But yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. I think you've got Dale's tickle box turned over. Now he can't control himself. <laughs> oh man! I'm just picturing because the trailer for it. And I'm picturing it as a horror. I'm like, oh my god! Oh yeah, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, um, I think they did either Mary Poppins or Nanny McPhee also. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So uh, let me think. What, what can we expect? You know, I, I know I don't want y'all to give away any kind of spoilers or anything, because duh. But you know what? What can we expect on this? That's kind of a loaded question. Ed. No spoilers, but tell me about it. <laughs> Whoever wants to talk about it, go for it. This film's going to be a lot darker, like like Blake said. And um, how I got the thought of this project was uh, how my I'm having the Jason Goes to Hell look in this film. I don't know if you've seen Jason Goes to Hell or not. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the story that we're picking up after is that it's after the Jason goes to hell where Freddy's hand comes up and grabs um, Jason's mask and pulls it down into hell. So we're, we, uh, Joshua Adams wrote a script, a story that goes after that. Mm -hmm. So that's what the, that's the basic of this film. Very cool. I know, I know in a lot of the later Freddy movies, you know, he, he got to where he was, you know, I don't want to say funny because, I mean, it's friggin' Freddy. He's not funny. But he started making the more jokes and the puns and stuff like that. It became a little bit lighter. And I remember the original, you know, Jason never gave me nightmares. Freddy scared the dog shit out of me after it was over. Uh, and I don't know why, you know, but it did. And... After he started, you know, doing the puns and stuff like that, it didn't really scare me as much anymore, but I still love the movies. But I watched them kind of at a different tone. Well, and you I, can expect a darker Freddy, a return to that, because the look, I'm not, I can't give too much away, but the look for the makeup effects and everything is more rooted in Nightmare on Elm Street 2 
Nightmare on Elm Street 3, like a mix of that. And he's darker. Like, there there will probably be some humor, but it's going to be born out of discomfort. Yeah. It's not going to, it's going to make you really uncomfortable. I told him, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, are we allowed to curse on this thing? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I saw Josh's audition, and then I saw him getting into the voiceover, getting into the character. I told him, I said, dude, you're fucking repulsive. Um, when you're like that, when you when he's just Josh, he is the most genial, nicest guy you can meet. Just like Cody, just like Dale. Just to, you want to talk, you know, want to talk to him all day. But when he goes into that character, he is a complete piece of shit. Like completely. Like he channels that so well that there were times that I was watching the audition and I was going, "This son of a bitch right here thinks he's Freddy Krueger. He really, really believes it." You know. And, and I mean that in the best possible way because it just speaks to the talent that they all have. I mean, like Dale said, I saw two different auditions for, of Dale's work for Adam and David, and though it was the same actor playing it, completely different personalities. And that's that's what makes me feel really blessed. I mean, as an executive producer, I don't really dabble in front of the camera as much. I mean, I've got a little role in this film, very little, um, but I like to work behind the scenes, see the magic that is happening. We got really lucky. We were really blessed. Our entire cast and crew are just, they've all got that magic touch. And I think that's going to make the film really special. See, that's, that's a great thing. You know, when everybody's got chemistry and everybody kind of gets it, you know, it's not just a job. You know, I, I know it's a job, but at the same time, it's not, you know, you're doing what you want to do. Then that, that just, you can tell that on the screen. And even, in, in, I mean, even with this, you know, when we were talking before this thing started and now, you know, everybody's into it and everybody has that chemistry and it's going to be a wonderful thing, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, so I'm definitely, like I say, I'm definitely going to share the Indiegogo. Any other links you want me to share on the show notes? Any, anything you want to tell people about? Our Facebook page. Oh, definitely. Definitely, I will share the Facebook page. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason Dreamscapes. I said it right that time. I think we've already... We've reached up to a thousand likes, and I, th I don't think our page has been active for just like two two months, maybe three or something. Yeah, over the past, I've been doing some rough numbers. Over the past two months, we have grown, we have we have uh, quadrupled in the amount of likes in about a, a month's time. Quadrupled because when we started the page in February, we had 15, 20 likes, and now we're up to a thousand. And I've got notification today just today with around 15 to 20 just today mm -hmm. um, wow. because it, it always pops up in my feed there's always something you know mm -hmm. it's yeah. impressive you know and it's it's a lot of it's interesting during all the quarantine and all the covid stuff i imagine it's making everything a little bit harder to do um, but the creativity that's coming out of this is just amazing uh, i know we're on a lower budget like my outfit is covered. I have it covered. Mm -hmm. And you know, with everybody coming together, I, this is going to be a great film. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when everybody's able to get together, we'll make the most of that time as you can. You know, and and I I think the group that y'all've got, the chemistry that y'all've got, and the talent that y'all've got, you know, I think the filming you know, that, that's left to do is just going to be amazing because everybody, like I say, everybody gets it and everybody's going to be able to knock it out. And I think they're going to knock it out of the park. Yeah. 
Um, but all right, <laughs> fellas, well, we're going to kind of close this thing out. Cody, you got anything you want to say to the folks? No, I believe we covered it uh, or so on our um, Brady versus Jason escape. This is the the Brady versus Jason. Everybody's been waiting. Outstanding. How about you, Dale? You got anything you want to say? You know, uh, I feel very blessed to have been brought onto this project just because of the amount of passion that Cody, Blake, and and Josh have for both franchises, and the fact that it's grown to the cast and crew that's come together for this is just so passionate about both genres that we're going to make an amazing film that that the fans have been waiting for. This is a fan. This is a film made by the fans for the fans. And I think it's just, it's going to be an amazing process. And I've never, you know, hunting Jessica was excited to be a part of, um, but for, a kid that grew up in the eighties that just was a huge fan of both series. This is a dream come true for me just because I've been a fan of it for a long time. And the fact that I actually get to play in, a, in one of the films, it just, I'm, I'm, it's, it's like heaven on earth for me, basically. Outstanding. Outstanding. I'm finally Blake. What you got, man? Any last words? <laughs> what do you want on your tombstone? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh goodness. Um I, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been sharing, liking, and supporting the page. You know, every night we have a live feed full of backers and fans of what we're doing. They check in with us every day. I didn't feel great yesterday. I still did a live video, but I was a touch under the weather. And you would not have thought that it, it didn't matter to them. They were still on there and, and uh, having a good time. And, you know, the, the video was short and punctuated. Everybody that was on it um, were very kind. They're kind to each other, you know, and um, it's a place that's positive. Who would have thought that doing a film about two of the biggest cinematic serial killers in horror history would, uh, would bring together so many really amazing people with a genuine passion and love for the source material. I mean, I would have never, I would have never thought. And, and it was really a blessing for me because, you know, uh, I'm a writer. You know, I'm known for writing, you know, these books on Nightmare on Elm Street and all these horror novels and stuff. And, it, you know, to be asked to be part of, you know, this project is it's bringing these characters back to the way that we like them. But we're also showing them to a new generation that that may go, wow, this is awesome. What's it? You know, what's it based off? Well, let's go watch the originals. That way you're spreading the original love of the original films. You know, and they're gonna like the new stuff, and they're gonna like the old ones too. And and we just we got a great cast and crew, and I couldn't be more more blessed to have such a great group of people to work with. So it's it's been a real pleasure. Outstanding. Well, I appreciate y'all coming on here today, taking your time, and doing this. And um, we'll we'll definitely have y'all back. You know, as this thing progresses, and I'm I'm gonna push it really good because that's that's something I believe in. I mean, it's. Any anything that gets anybody's creativity out there, I'm for. And you know, y'all are doing the work, and it's it's, we appreciate it's gonna it. show. We appreciate it. I mean, we, we really got 30 do. days left on this one. You know, 30 days left on this campaign, and it's just it's growing every day. You know. Yeah. Beautiful. Outstanding. Well, I appreciate y'all a whole bunch. <laughs>